0: Hello, friend. Hey, hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? No, you know, same old, same old, so... Welcome to the special Spooky Scary Skeleton edition of Bookaholics Anonymous. I'm Francesca. I'm Alicia. And this week... Well, is it this week? Today, I guess? Today <laughs> we are covering um more scary stories to tell in the dark i think that's what it's called i really didn't look at the title
1: (laughs) i'm pretty sure that is what it's called it's yes it's no it's scary yeah scary stories to tell in dark 2 if for anyone who is confused Confused.
0: yes um do we want to just hop skip jump right into it
1: dune came out like we we talked about last week dune came out last week um and apparently Zendaya is in it for like 7 minutes which breaks yeah. my heart so therefore right. I'm not going to see it.
0: Yeah, exactly. You got to you got to give me more screen time.
1: Exactly. And to round out our bookish news, they're coming out with a spin-off mo- spin-off movies for to all the boys I loved before. Oh yeah, about the little sister. For Kitty and I'm so excited. That's cute. It's going to be so great. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch those movies, it wasn't my thing, because we know I don't love, like, YA romance and all that bullshit. I'm more like, give me a good murder and I'll be good.
1: I think I've watched the first one. The first one is really the only one I, like, love. The other two are okay, Mm -hmm. but the first one I think I've watched at least, like, 30 times. I've watched it a lot of times. I love it so much. It is, like, my comfort movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it in a while. I should watch it. It's so good. That and Little Women. Those are my two comfort movies. See, that's where we're different. My comfort
0: movie is the first Avengers movie. <laughs> and, uh, I don't think I've seen uh, that one since it came out. Oh, okay. I was like, um, you've definitely seen it. Don't fucking lie to me. No, I've seen uh-huh. them
1: all, bro. I was into yeah. superhero
0: movies before. A lot of was people cool. were into superhero movies. <laughs> don't gatekeep. We girl boss on this podcast, not gatekeep.
1: <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll just jump right into it.
0: Yes. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Oh, we didn't even talk about what we were drinking. I don't think either of us are drinking today, though.
0: I know. This is our, I think this is our first Oh, so, well, not sober. We're usually sober for these. But yeah. these are, this is our first non-alcoholic episode. In a while. I feel like we've done yeah. one other one. Yeah. What, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a polar seltzer. It's vanilla flavored. Mm. oh interesting what do you mean oh it's like the best flavor i am not like a big unless it's vanilla ice cream i'm not like a big vanilla person or vanilla candles they smell like cupcakes i love vanilla i don't like vanilla scented things though i just like the vanilla oh no there's like a yankee candle makes like a vanilla cupcake candle that is so good I used to have one when I lived on campus my senior year, even though we weren't supposed to have candles, but whatever. Who cares? Um, yeah. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fuck um, and it ice. was like my favorite thing. Yeah. Kick me out now. I don't live there. It's been four <laughs> years, um, which is disgusting to think about. <laughs> but anyway, I am drinking a peach Snapple iced tea, diet ice Snapple iced tea. Isn't it depressing? And it's delicious.
1: Isn't it depressing that it's in a plastic bottle? I know. Does it have a Snapple fact on fact on it? Still? Yes,
0: a lemon contains more
1: sugar than a strawberry. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: But I also recycle. So, all right, are well, we ready? I think we're ready. You want to start? What's your number ten? So we are going to be ranking our top ten favorite stories from this book. Full disclosure: neither of us liked this one. <laughs> no, I think the first one was better. Yeah, I did too. I totally thought the first one was better. But there are a couple there are a couple gems in here. There's a couple
1: standouts. Yeah. So what was your number 10? My number 10 was one Sunday morning, which is like okay. one of the first couple in the book. And I just liked it cuz I think it, it was like I think it's a good setup for a book you know mm-hmm. like i think it would be a good scene in a book so basically the story goes this woman gets up at the same time every morning on sundays to go to oh, church oh this one yeah it's at like, i think it's like 7am or something so the <laughs> one the one day the bell rings she thinks she's late so she hustles her ass over there and is like oh no i'm late and she sits down and she sees starts seeing all these people and friends who are dead like they're not they're not alive and she's like what the fuck is going on so then someone tells her who, like, was her friend, who's now dead, who's like, you need to leave before the benediction. And so she's like, all right, and she's trying to hustle her ass out of there before the benediction ends. Um, meanwhile, they're all, like, chasing after her, and she eventually does get out and makes her way back to her house. And, after, like, afterwards, like, later on in the day, her alive friends <laughs> <laughs> come back to her house with her, like, cloak-torn to shreds. So I just thought it was spooky
0: a good spooky opener exactly what was your number 10 my number 10 was the window i thought <gasps> Bitch, it was that one's on he- mine too it's number which seven. one is it so oh, number seven yeah okay, so do you still... want to tell the story since it was higher up on your list no or you or go ahead to tell it? okay so no uh the window is about a girl that gets attacked by a creature her brothers chase after it and follow it to this church vault. When the priest opens the vault, they only find like one tomb undisturbed. And when they crack it open, it's the cre- the inside is like the creature that attacked the girl. And then they burn it to get rid of it. And I I highlighted one line that said, it looked like a man and yet it didn't. And I said, Jacob, where the hell have you been? <laughs> love it. I love but it. But then you read further into the story and you're like, oh, it's Edward. Because it's a, a creepy, vampire. Yes. Creepy vampire stalking a teenage girl. Right. So you're like, oh, it's that bird. Right.
1: I was about to say, oh, yeah, this one was, like, it was a vampire, right? I'm, like, thinking the right one. Yeah. Yeah. I liked how they chased after it and, like, did not catch it. Like, (laughs) I like how they, like, literally left their sister inside to chase after Mm -hmm. this and, like, did not check on her.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They were just like, fuck her. Typical boys. We want to murder. Okay. So my number nine was the man in the middle. Okay.
1: That's not out of mine
0: at all. Okay. So the man is in the middle is about three sick men that live in a room. And as they die, each of them mo- move bed, move to a bed that is closer to the window. One man in the middle bed is lying next to the man next to the window. And the man next to the window is describing all the things he can see out the window to the man in the middle. Um, and the man in the middle gets very curious and decides he's just going to kill the man next to the window. He steals his pills And eventually the guy dies. When the man in the middle moves to the window, he looks outside and realizes it's nothing but a brick wall. And this was my number nine because I remember reading this in middle school and finding it, like, so creepy and chilling. And now it just makes me laugh because (laughs) karma.
1: Also, that's, like, such a New York City story. Yeah. Like, but without, like, but not, like, a hospital bed. It's, like, apartments. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Apartment rooms.
0: (laughs) Yeah, literally, though. What was your number nine? My number nine was The Little Black Dog. No, uh, The Little Black
1: Dog was my number three. Interesting. I thought, I didn't think that one would be on yours for some reason. Like, there's a couple on here that I know we're going to overlap, for sure. Oh,
0: yeah, no, this one, I loved it for just the basic sense of karma. But go ahead, I'll give you my comments after you're done. Okay,
1: so in The Little Black Dog, basically what happens is this man hunts down this other man And knocks him off his horse and... Right? It's a horse, right? Yeah. Remembering that correctly? Okay. Yeah. And he's basically begging for his life, but the guy is not having it. He's like, I do not give a fuck, sir. I am still murdering you, dad. Cold. (laughs) So he shoots him and he had a dog with him, this man who he shot. And the dog follows him around for the rest of his days even though no one else can see this dog. And then one day this man dies mysteriously and no one can figure out what happened to him except for he had a couple dog hairs on him. But that's it. So it's,
0: like, left to be implied that the dog finally got him. So... Mm. It was my number three because it was, like, I loved prolonged karma. <laughs> like, this is what you get for killing a dog. Yeah, but the also, dog
1: terrorized him, like, the whole yeah, his whole life.
0: Which is... If you, like, that's what I'm going to do to you when I die. Because we both know I'm going first. I am going to haunt you. Like, you are never going, like, I'm just going to pop up at the most random times. And you're like, going to be like, bitch, can you chill? I'm like, no. Wow, I feel so honored. I'm going to be doing it to a lot of different people, so, like, that's why it's going to scare you. is because I'm going to pop up when you least expect it. Um, But also, when they say that a dog is a companion for life, they were not fucking around. <laughs> yeah. Like... This this dog fully just chased this man, his entire life. We love pettiness. We love vindictiveness. Mm, yes, we do.
1: Oh, so now what was your number eight? Oh, my number eight was clickety clack,
0: or clickety Yeah, <laughs> that's my number two. Shit! What the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, you can tell
1: it. So, um, basically, what happens is this woman this. Woman dies, and the families find two silver dollars in her possessions when she dies, and they put them over her eyes, which made me think of Coraline. Oh no! Oh, I was gonna say like Greek and Roman
0: times because that's oh. what they used
1: to do, so then they could cross the river Styx. As okay. They would have well, to it was it. my
0: second. It was my second allusion to Coraline. I'll make the <laughs> other one later. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, you would have to put like drachmas drachmas on your eyes so then you could cross over you could pay the the man to go across over reverse sticks. and obviously, I love I love Percy Jackson, so I know this <laughs> not even Greek mythology, just percy Jackson Percy
0: just Percy Jackson.
1: Uh, if I could marry one book character, it would be Percy Jackson. I had a huge crush on him as a middle schooler, so yeah,
0: but that you would have to say as a middle schooler. I would do that because isn't he like 13? No, he ages up, thank you
1: very much. And I actually aged with him as the books came out. So not to brag, but Percy Jackson... I just thought it might be a little creepy. No, Percy Jackson canonically would be older than us. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Even better. We love an older man. I think he's like a 94 baby. But So they they find these silver dollars, put her on her eyes, and they get a grave digger to dig the grave and all that. Whatever. So this guy comes, digs a grave, and when he, he looks in and sees this woman with the silver dollars, he goes, don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> and takes them. And oh my gosh, then she basically, like, haunts him. Doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. She, like, follows him home. Yeah, and is like, give me back my the- money, bitch. <laughs> Bitch better have my money. My money. Rihanna was right. Like about most things, she was right about this. Exactly. And she scares him into doing it, so.
0: It was great. I personally, I wrote, this is important, Alicia, the first night when she died, everyone sat around her so she wouldn't be lonely, added to the list. (laughs) Stop. You're going to have to sit there by my head staring at me. I'm going to prop you up. Oh, thanks. Are you gonna read to me? Yeah. That'd be I'll, so cute. I'll, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm gonna prop you up and pretend like you're alive still, remember? Oh my god, and then just scare people with yes. Oh my god, I really hope I die around Halloween. <laughs> I'm gonna literally I would gonna... be the best house decoration. Huh? Huh? I wanna have a mechanism that I can like pull to like sit you up so like when
1: people come no, up to you, you're cast You have it. to have
0: it around my head where like you have me sat in a chair with my head down and then you just pull it and I'm just like I scare the shit out of little kids. <laughs> Oh, the, the funniest
1: part is that you're not even the only person I have specific funeral plans for. <laughs> like Sadie has also told Sadie has also told me specific plans that she wants me to do when she dies. You're just
0: a very trustworthy person, and we all we both know we are going to outlive both of us. I was going to say so. you guys really
1: put a lot of trust in me that I'm not going to just kick
0: it. <laughs> I also put for this story that I love watching men get what they deserve. So. That was also, that was the main reason it was number two, was that, like, that's what you get. Don't fucking steal from a corpse. It's,
1: you know, it's a prime example of Gaslight, like, Gatekeep, boss so. Exactly. An icon. Truly. Do you want to do your number seven?
0: Well, I haven't done my number eight yet.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot because you, <laughs> <used, we, laughs> you have so many that are overlapping.
0: Yes. So my number eight is Something Was Wrong.
1: I don't have that one. Ooh, I so did. This, I did have that one, but then I crossed it
0: out. <laughs> yeah, there were a few I had to do that with. So this one is basically a man is walking along downtown, scaring the shit out of people Making as he walks way past.
1: Downtown,
0: walking fast, <laughs> faces pass, and I'm homebound. <laughs> um, and he can't seem to get a ride anywhere. Um, so when he calls home, he finds out that his wife is at his funeral, aka he's a ghost and he's dead. I remember why I I wrote this one down now, because I was like, Francesca would love this. I literally said, listen, this is fair, because I, too, run away from men screaming. So it it was relatable for me, you know? I also feel like you would
1: like to be a ghost and be able to go to your own funeral.
0: Oh, absolutely. I will be in attendance. (laughs) And if you fuck anything up, you will get an extra dose of haunting. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Oh, man.
0: It'll be great. It'll be a great Mm -hmm. time. I'm taking all of my grudges to the grave, so you better be nice to me. (laughs) Okay, so do you want to do your number seven? Oh, my
1: gosh. No, my number seven was the window. Oh, right. So my number seven was the drum.
0: No, I don't have that one. Okay. So this is a story of two little girls who are playing with a traveling family's daughter. And they really want her drum, which, first of all, they like in the story, they outright are like, give me your drum. And she says, no. And I'm like, you either, are... everything that's about to happen to you, you deserve. Anyway, <laughs>
1: they're not creative so, enough to find a way to steal it. They just ask
0: <laughs> for it and then they're like, all right, well. So then the traveler's daughter says, they, they have to be really bad. Come back and tell her what they did, and then she'll give them the drum. So they go home and do some bad shit. And their mom tells the two of them that if they don't stop, another mother will come with glass eyes and a wooden tail and they'll never see their real mom again. They keep (laughs) doing bad shit until the traveler's daughter tells them that this was all a game and she was never going to give them the drum anyway. And the two girls go home and find the other mother there with the glass eye and the wooden tail. Now listen, this is the epitome of stranger danger, right? Right. Second of all, why didn't they just fucking lie to her and not actually do any of the bad shit? They're young and naive and stupid. (laughs) Exactly. And this is also going to be a great story to tell your kids so they stop doing bad shit. (laughs) In my opinion. But that's just me. So, what is your number six? My number six is The Voice. Um... The voice
1: is not on my list. So there's only like there's a specific reason my, this is on my list because it reminds me of this ch- children's book that my grandfather used to read to me and my cousins called The Dark at the Top of the Stairs, which is that about- That just sounds ominous. It is. but And it's like a, a children's book. I'm not kidding. You can all look it up. I don't know who the author is, but it's about these, it's a picture book about these mice who are trying to make it to the top of these stairs and all these like creepy things happen while they're trying to get up to this top. And so what happens in the voice is there's this voice that keeps coming closer and closer to this girl named Ellen. And she calls her parents in and her parents are like, there's no one here. And the voice keeps coming closer and calling out to Ellen being like, I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. I'm on the top of the stairs. And then finally it like jumps out and is like, I'm here. And then it's like, you know, it's supposed to be like kind of like a jump scare thing. Yeah. But it just reminded me of that book that my grandfather used to read to us. That was like, that that was some
0: shit. My dad would like do to me and my sister when we shared a room like if he heard us upstairs like giggling and talking he would be yeah. at the bottom of the stairs like I'm coming <laughs> here I come but he also used to regularly scare the ever living shit out of me but that's trauma we can unpack later <laughs> um, <laughs> that's trauma that's trauma for Shannon <laughs> yeah listen Shannon and I were talking earlier and there's a lot of trauma that I sent you a screenshot of <laughs> yes that Needs to be unpacked. Anyway, (laughs) my number six was The Bad News, because it reminded me of us. (laughs) I don't have that one on here. So it's two baseball-loving friends make a pact that whoever dies first will come back and tell the other that there's baseball in heaven. Yes, I love that one. The first one dies, and soon after he returns to tell his friend that there's good news: there's baseball in heaven, but bad news: the living friend is pitching tomorrow. <laughs> and I thought it was like kind of a unique, like thinker, like we we're like, Haha, oh wait, fuck, like he's about to die, like right? Yeah, and I was like, that's fully something we would have a pact to like tell each other whether or not J.K. Rowling made it to heaven. <laughs> so, so like, one of us is coming back to tell the other, you know. <laughs> Right, I
1: And mean, I feel like if before this year we would have would have had a pact to like find out who the zodiac killer was and like tell the other one, but now we know oh, that. Oh yeah,
0: so no pact. We come back and tell the other one who killed John Bonnet Ramsey. <gasps> oh, or Jack, who Jack the Ripper
1: was. Yes,
0: it's H, H. Holmes, but yes.
1: <laughs> true, 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 true. Hot take, or it's H.H. Holmes. Um, Lewis Carroll. That's another one. Mm. Yeah. So my number five is. Um, Rings on her finger. Shut the fuck up. What? That's my number five tale. <laughs> Yay! I love that one price. match this time. So, sh- do you want to tell it or you want me to tell it? You can tell it since so I told the last one. So, basically, this young woman dies with some rings on her finger that are valuable. This grave robber goes and digs up her grave and tries to like cut these rings. Like cut her fingers off so he can steal these rings. But as soon as he like pricks the the finger, it starts bleeding, and this woman who was buried, um, become like is alive and like shoots up and is like, what the hell? And it scares the grave robber so much that he falls into the grave and impales himself on his own uh like knife and dies. Mm-hmm. And I had this. Which- I had this as number five because this is my worst fear is being buried alive. So.
0: Oh, I put this as number five because I was like, I love again, another one where I love to see men getting what they deserve. Mm-hmm. But then I also said, write this down, Alicia. Make sure all of my jewelry I'm buried in is glued to my body with like cement glue. Because Rubber those cement. grave Yeah, like <laughs> those grave robbers better be prepared to risk it all for whatever jewelry I'm wearing, like cutting off my ear or my fingers. And who could blame them? Honestly, hot take. This is You have to get the coroner or the funeral home to put the jewels in my stomach and then sew it back up. So that way, it's like 100 years before anyone finds my jewelry. Genius. Think smarter, not harder, folks. (laughs) Okay. So, do you want me to do my number four or do you want to do your number four? You do your number four. Okay. So, my number four was the dead man's hand. No, I don't have that one. So, on... This story, everyone in this nursing program is super jealous of this really positive and optimistic student that does really well in class. They mm. decide to play a prank on her by tying a dead man's hand to the string in her closet. So when she turns on the closet light, she's holding a dead man's hand. What When she doesn't show up to class the next day, they go to check on her and she's like sitting in her closet rocking back and forth, like cradling this dead man's hand. And... I put this as my number four because I really like the twist of her not being dead or like disappeared, but like this is actually a fucking normal reaction to touching a dead, severed hand. And then I also liked that it wasn't so cliche, like she got what she deserved, but actually she totally didn't deserve it. Yeah, not at all. No. These people are just bitch asses. But also, really creative prank. Like, I gotta give it to them. Like, that was it's outside the me box thinking. Alex Karev. Yes. It's giving me outside the box. It's giving me everything. So what is your number four? My number four is the brown suit. Oh, that was on my list and I cut it.
1: Oh, look at that. So the brown suit, it goes, this woman's husband is at the more or the uh, coroner's and she comes in and she says, he looks amazing. You did such a good job. Um, The only thing is that he usually wears a blue suit instead of a brown suit. Could you please change that for me? And the is like, yeah, no problem. I got it. All good. And so she comes back in, and he's in the brown, the blue suit. And she's like, wow, he he looks so good. Thank you so much for doing that. Like, that was so much work. And he's like, oh, it really wasn't that much work. And she's like, no, because you had to undress him and, and redress him. Like, that that's like so much work for you. Thank you so much. And he goes... Oh, no. All I did was switch the heads.
0: (laughs) On the bodies. I love it. I think it's awesome. so... It was so, like... Wait, what? Like, when you're reading it. But, yeah, no, that was a really good one. Yeah. I loved that one. I enjoyed it. And that was your number four? That was my number four. And so we already did my three... It's my three and two. Yes. My third one was The Little Black Dog. Yes. So what was your number three? My number three was The Bride. The bride was also on my list and I cut it. (gasps) Okay, because I literally wrote... So,
1: I wrote small little notes next to them to remind me, like, Mm -hmm. what the story was about. Because there's so many of them. Mm -hmm. And so, next to this one, I wrote Francesca.
0: (laughs) This is exactly, like, how I... If I was stupid enough to do something like this, this is how I would die. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. So, one
1: night, this couple is getting married and the bride disappears And no one can find her. They go out, look for her. No one can find this bride anywhere. Well, it turns out she went upstairs to go look for something. She tripped and fell into a trunk and trapped herself in this trunk and died in it. And no one found her until, like, years upon years later when a maid goes upstairs looking for something and goes into the trunk and finds her, like, skeleton, her corpse in this trunk in her wedding dress.
0: Like, ma'am. The way I would have been, like, hopping in that box to, like, make noise. Literally. On, like, the floor. Like, there were plenty of alternatives for her to get out of that box. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Francesca's like, slam it. she wasn't trying hard enough. Yeah, no, you get up and you slam yourself over so the, until the box, like, tips over. And that would make a loud noise. And everyone would come upstairs and be like, what's wrong? And then they'd be like, why did this box tip over? And then they flip it back up and open it. And look, there's a body inside. There's a person. She would have lived. There had to have been something in there to poke some holes in the top. Like, she didn't try hard enough. <laughs> so like,
1: then... I like that you're critiquing her technique <laughs> from falling into a I trunk, watched, which is something you would do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've watched way too ma- too many episodes of Criminal Minds to not be able which, to get myself out of the situation. I heard it was Spencer Reed's birthday today. It is. Happy birthday, King. Love that for him. My Scorpio King. Anyway, my number two was Clickety Clink. So what was your number two? My number two is Cemetery Soup. Okay, that's not on my list. Okay. Go ahead.
1: So Cemetery Soup is about this woman who finds this huge-ass, like, bone while she's walking one day, and she picks it up and... and, She's walking
0: through a cemetery, mind you.
1: Yeah, details, details, (laughs) whatever she found a bone. She picked it up. She liked it. She took it home (laughs) and starts like making soup with it until she starts hearing these voices, this voice who's like, give me back the bone. I want my bone back. And it keeps getting like aggressively more loud and loud until finally the woman's like, fine, here's your fucking bone back. And she's just like, very like, so like blasé about it. She does not care, which I, tosses it out the fucking window. She, she just tosses it out the window. Here's like, here's your bone. She's so sassy. I kind of love, I like love it. So that's why it was my number two.
0: And then at the end, she's like, it's still good soup. <laughs> Hugh Adam driver. Good right. soup. You can, we, I'm going to find that audio and I'm going to send you the audio for that. And you can just stitch it in right at the, right there. I'll do it. I'll do it for you. I'm so like, that's so funny. Anyway, do you want to go first for the number one? Or I think you, you should go first. Okay. My number one, I feel like was... we're going to have the same one. The cat in the bag. No. Oh, God damn it! Damn it. Well, my number one is a story of a woman who is driving to the store and she hits a cat with her car and kills it. She feels so bad that she wraps it up in tissue paper and puts it in a shopping bag to take home and bury it after she goes shopping. So she gets to the store in the parking lot Parks a car and starts walking to the store and in her periphery she sees another woman go up to her car and reach into her back seat and take out the shopping bag. She r- races back to her car and follows the woman out of the lot to this, uh, to this diner where she, ins- she carries the shopping bag inside. The woman follows the thief in and watches her open the bag before screaming and fainting at the sight of the cat inside the bag. As the paramedics carry her away... The woman follows after and says, Wait, she forgot her Christmas present. And now, listen, this is the level of petty I aspire to be. It was a truly iconic moment. And this is what you get for stealing from people, all right? That's right. We do not steal. We, girl boss. Only from corporations. Exactly. Like Hobby Lobby. We only steal from the rich. Exactly. Well, no, we eat the rich. We steal from corporations. No, we steal and eat the rich. Okay, that's fair. Elon Musk is first. That, oh, hell yeah. Oh, wait, actually, I don't know if I'd want to eat him. He seems a little... It <laughs> doesn't seem like he showers. <laughs> he seems funky. like he's with Mila and Ashton and, like, the not showering often category. Oh, yeah, 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 I
1: get you. Am, get I, you. am
0: I wrong? Right. And I feel like Jeff Bezos over showers because he's, a like, alien that needs to be, like... <laughs> Bathed in Purell before he before and after he leaves the house. Right, right, and right. then he comes home and just has to let, like sprayed with. He's like, like sanitized, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because his head wouldn't be that shiny if he wasn't consistently showering. Oh my gosh! Right, Melissa. So. Melissa, tell us what you know. Or no, Melinda.
1: Sorry, <laughs> Melinda Gates. Give us the four one one. Melinda, tell us what you know, girlfriend. Listen, girly. Gr- get li- gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Right. Alright, Should I do my number one? Yes. My number one is Wonderful Sausage.
0: Oh, okay. I know (laughs) which one that one is. Yeah, so... Your top two are food related. (laughs) Were you hungry when you were doing this? No, but
1: Wonderful Sausage was the most fucked up one, and I was like, all right, that's got to be number one, obviously. Obviously. So, so Wonderful Sausage is about this butcher who happens to accidentally kill... Accidentally, he, on purpose, kills his wife. (laughs) And to get rid of the body and the evidence, grinds her up and puts her in sausage and then proceeds to sell it to the entire town. And the town loves it, thinks it's the best thing since sliced bread and therefore keeps buying it. So he has to keep up with the man. So he starts killing more people and grinding them up and putting them in sausage until one day he tries to do this to like a a young man who gets a, a little fat boy. Yeah, a little fat boy who manages to get away and expose him to the entire town, and then he then gets a taste of his own medicine. So.
0: I had a lot of thoughts about that one, actually. I thought it was first great. First of all, first of all, that's one of those situations where it's bad to be fat. Because the cannibal is going to want to eat you because you have so much meat on your bones. Right, but the fat the fat boy gets away in the end, so. Exactly. And then it also was just giving me so much Sweeney Todd energy that I was like, uh, ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, Versus dentist goes missing, and then his like hair, whatever. Or I was just like, or all right, sweetie, God, calm whores. down. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, was, I just thought it, it was, was fucked up. Also, it reminded me of either a TikTok or tweet that I saw. I can't remember which one. That this man put out saying, "Oh yeah, my son randomly told me today that you know the best way to get rid of a body would be um, like at a pig slaughterhouse." And I looked at my son son and I was like, how did you think of that?
0: (laughs) I was like, you're going to be a murderer. Let's get you into therapy now.
1: Yeah, literally. But he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But yeah, and that's that's our top 10 of this year
0: of this year's book. Um, Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of this one. It really wasn't as good as the first, but the sequel never is. It was not giving share. It was not giving share. It was giving more Sunny. Right. <laughs> for our older listeners, they'll get that reference. I'm talking to you, Uncle Steve. <laughs> now, that being said, will we keep reading these stupid books for Halloween? Yes. 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 Um, so, if you don't like this, then don't listen to our Halloween episodes, because guess what? Until we run out of scary storybooks to read. I think there's only like... One more. I think there's only three. Well, then, one more year of this shit. Relax. (laughs) And then we gotta go back to the drawing board. Then we have to find another
1: spooky, scary skeleton story. Maybe we'll report live from, like, a haunted house. Like, we won't go in the haunted house, but we'll report live from outside of it.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. Um, We'll just, like, people people watch and, like laugh at the people that come running out crying but i also know i would be the person running out crying what if we made up stories for all the people going into the
1: haunted houses
0: oh my god that would be so much fun i know like we make up stories about their personal lives yes and oh my god yes we're gonna do that okay and especially if i'm moving like where i'm moving we can do it from salem perfect even better yes we can do it from a haunted house outside of Salem. Maybe we can find the house Vanessa um, Shaw lived in in um, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, yeah, like the big mansion, right? Oh, yes. Right. Sounds like a plan.
1: All right, we're doing it. It's it's been spoken.
0: It's spoken
1: into existence. We're manifesting.
0: Yes. My manifestation skills are shit, because if, if they worked, I'd be married to Chris Evans by now, but I will work on it. We could be talking about this for hours. We could be. Anyway, which I wouldn't mind. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram, at Pod. You can find me on Instagram, at Francesca Hope, or on Twitter, at French Toastix with an X. And where can they find you? You can find me on Goodreads, Alicia Reads 13, or on Storygraph, Just Alicia Reads. And we'll see you for the
1: next one. Bye.